What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Mode Podcast. I'm Kesley. And I'm Duke. And not to jump right into things. Okay, apparently, I'm not the only one excited here. Wow. The crowd, the live studio audience is going wild. They're going crazy because as many of you know, we launched our board game today. Literally so exciting. It has been such, such a long windy road to get here but it doesn't even feel real that today is the day yeah it's it seriously has been such a progress process Akerson has been in my life longer than my husband's been in my life which well, is kind of weird to think about that is that is weird to think about but i mean lots of things have been you know milk peanut butter cookies Akerson. <laughs> that's true it's you know it's gonna be right up there with milk um because <laughs> yes. you guys Oh my gosh. Okay. Not to get sidetracked because we are going to keep this episode mainly on topic, but I do have to say I've been getting comments lately from one of your live streams where people are asking me if it's true that I got kidney stones from drinking too much milk. And it is true. It is true. In fact, I got kidney stones three times from drinking so much milk. I have since switched from 2% to 1%. Does that help? Yeah. Cause it's like more watered down. And then I also try and limit myself. So I don't drink a ton anymore because kidney stones suck. They really now, the worse. reason that I even said that on my live streams is because people kept saying that I was going to get kidney stones from drinking too much Coca-Cola. It's more normal, I think, for people to get them from drinking soda because I think really? that the average person is much more likely to drink a lot of soda. But I used to drink a lot of milk. Insane I, amounts of milk. I have drank a lot of soda in my days a lot on even just one day in particular and i have never gotten a kidney stone yes yes you haven't but now that you guys know about that about us (laughs) i think that it would be really fun to take you guys on a journey of Akerson. so kind of going through the process of what it's been like to do a board game and everything like that i will kick us off to where it all began Let me take you guys back to before Zach was in my life, before Twix existed, back to a summer in Lake Powell. If any of you guys know or have been to Lake Powell or the Ozarks, you might know what it's like to be on a houseboat. It is so fun. You have no cell service. You're just with friends or family hanging out for a week or more. And we play a lot of games when we're in Lake Powell. So all sorts of things. We play, you know, card games. We play um, Settlers of Catan. That's for another time. Zach I've never played it. that. And Zach- I also don't know what the Ozarks are. <laughs> Zach and I have gotten our worst fight ever on my part <laughs> over Settlers of Catan and Lake Powell. So I believe it. If, if you can imagine, game rounds last a long time because, again, no one has anywhere to go. Like once it's dark, you're all just on the houseboat. So one night, our friend Cammie, she presented us a new game uh, and it was like the first version of what became Akerson. So we had uh, like a bunch of different letters and things like that and we'd create acronyms out of them once we came home from that trip we were still saying them we were laughing about them they became inside jokes it was just so much fun that it kind of led you know us down a path of how do we turn this into a reality that was so that was such an excellent story thank you so then we get back i start down the path of of course making it a reality if you guys had seen which if you haven't seen some of my original designs they're ugly. They're really bad. I was going for like an all black <laughs> with this light teal look. I don't know. Okay, guys, it was the mindset I was in. Don't no, judge. No, I know why. Because at the time, Cards Against Humanity was the rage. And, and it, it was had just black. come out. Yeah, Cards Against had, Humanity was It fresh. was like the only dirty game out there. And so 
like really dark coloring totally goes with a dirty game. So in your Mm -hmm. mind, you were like, oh, I got to do this black. But it was black and teal. I mean, when I see those cards, I I gag. I gag. Yes. Well, well, here's the thing. If you came to my house, when you come to my house next Duke, and maybe you've noticed this when we bake, all of the things that I got for my wedding, which was in the same time frame as what I'm talking about when I was like trying to turn this into a game the first time, they're all teal. Like I just had a thing for teal. It was just it was just what I wanted. Thank goodness I did an all black, black and white wedding, or I would have done teal probably. Let's be honest. Yeah, I've seen a lot of videos of like eighth grade girls all making their rooms be painted teal. And that's what it's reminded me of. I had to save Kesley from her teal nonsense that happened years before where we're about to enter into the story. Now let's get to the exciting stuff. Let's get to when Duke Depp enters the scene. Yeah, I enter the scene. Everything gets better. The teal goes away. Well, let me tell you this. Let me let me tell you something that bugs me a little bit about Duke is that he's Ooh. better than me at almost everything. Yep. Oh, oh. I shouldn't have said that on air. Now you can hold it over my head. But well, like, I don't know that that's 100% true. I'm just well, better at you at most things. So okay. I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's what you said. Well, because let me just tell you this. I play around with this with Duke. He smokes me. His answers are so funny. That's all I wanted to say. You can continue. You can sorry, talk about I have when you enter the I have, a, I have a mind that's perfect for a game such as Akerson. I jump in and I kind of decided that I wanted... It's hard to just start designing something from nothing, you know? And what? so... From nothing? You had that beautiful black and teal creation. It's hard to start designing something from something that belongs in the trash can. But I knew exactly what not to make it look like. So that was that was good news. And so I decided that the first thing to do was to get some sort of cute little character or mascot for us. And if you guys haven't, again, if you haven't checked our Kickstarter, it will be linked in the show notes. Uh, we are launching. I don't know exactly what time this is coming out, but it is launching at one o'clock on Tuesday. So one o'clock Utah time. Oh, yeah. Which one is o'clock so random. Mountain Standard time. So 12 o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, there you go. The first backers get the game for a discount. So set your timers. Go (laughs) over there at 12 because we want the Modesters to obviously have first pick. So we'll make sure this comes out before it launches so you guys can have a heads up. But I'm sure Duke will post that on Snap too. Anyway. Back to the mascot. Guys, the first, we got a lot of different drawings for what was potentially going to be our main little guy before we finally ended up at our favorite. I believe that Kess and Zach call him the Flamey. Yeah, his name's right? Flamey. He's so okay. cute. I love him. But if you look at the cover of the game, he is the one standing on the ladder um, spraying the spray paint that says sin onto yeah. the wall. I like to think that our little guys are, I don't want to use the G word, so I'll say a club. A club that likes to go around in graffiti. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, and they're they're, they're just they're just club. like they're not doing anything really bad, but they're just doing they're mischievous. Stuff. Yeah, they're they're a little mischievous bunch, and you'll see that as you play the game because there are certain cards that uh they've had a little bit of fun with. Oh, I like the way you think. I like the way you say that. Oh, yes. I love it. So, um, as so was when saying, designing when designing the cover, because that was kind of the next step after our main mascot guy. Well, we well we I'll wanted... correct you. We got our main mascot and then we created his crew, which was his little mischievous friends. That's then we true. Did I mean, cover. I was going to get into that, too. We kind of did okay, the cover sorry. and the crew at the same time. Yeah, I would say that, I mean, me and Kesley were brainstorming a ton of ideas when it came to the cover. 
And yes, I didn't say Zach because he didn't really have a part in the design process. (laughs) That's not his specialty. We knew that we really wanted it to have this little cross out portion where it says acronym and then it says sin so that it's the little guys are changing the name to say sin. And we came up with this idea about a ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things were born into our minds. I I think that most of them were my idea, but I'm not sure. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, thank you. Um, I will say, I will say that until you get into designing, which we had an awesome designer, we love him, but like the amount of back and forth of just small adjustments when we were doing the cover oh of just like, can we make the ladder have one more stair? Can we uh, we don't like how the sp- spray paint is, right? Um, adding adding little elements in, like add just a light here, sure. add little trash bags in this corner. Oh, yeah. take out that on the floor. Oh, we don't. Can we change the color of the fire? Like every single thing just needed to be absolutely perfect. Yeah. But when we finally got it, I knew we had it. I love the cover so much. I absolutely love the cover, and then it was so fun because I don't just love our front cover; I love our back cover too. And I really feel like it gives me like the two covers together give me a feeling of just like walking through a dark alleyway at night. And I just love it. Like it's just that little bit of like you feel some tension, you might feel a little bit of excitement, but you're just going into the unknown. And that's really kind of how I feel about this. Like you do not understand when you guys play Akerson, you will see you don't know what you're getting into until people's answers start rolling in. And then you're like, oh my gosh. Like, holy right. beep. It's, it's like real. people people are kind of scared the first round, but just one person has to be that one to push push the boundary a little bit. And yeah, then push everyone that just everyone just joins in and it gets very crazy. And what's so fun is it's always the people you wouldn't ex- expect yeah, to like have that some quiet, of these answers come out of them. Yeah, that quiet guy that just kind of like sits back and hangs out, he... He's got it in his brain and he's ready to give you one. So anyway, um, I think that I'm just going to read everyone the back of the cover just to kind of give them a little hint into how the game works. Akerson is a simple game. The judge draws a card with three to five letters on it. Each player writes down an acronym using those letters. The judge reads them aloud and selects a winner. In the wrong hands, the game transforms into much more. It takes you into the dark depths of your mind with acronyms you'll never forget, no matter how bad you wish you could. I need to take something back. Zach did help. Is that what you're going to say? Zach did help. (laughs) He did write this. He is a very excellent writer, and he definitely did write the back of this. And yes. so that is he his did. credit for. Thank you to Zach. He did. He did help there. It's funny because I was trying to correct you on the order of things, and then when you were reading that, I was thinking, "What did we do next?" And it really is true that again, there are so many moving pieces when putting a project like this together. That at the same time that we were doing all of that, you know, we'd send a message over to the design teams, telling them like, "No, we want this adjusted or that," and then Duke and I are meeting on. Okay, what what's every card going to be? Because there oh, are Oh, I forgot about what a process that was. Yeah. There's 159 acronym cards. If we hit our stretch goal on Kickstarter, we're throwing in 10 more to make it 169 cards and Oh, you you little scandal you uh, with the 169. It had to be done. It had to be done. Wait till you see our tears, guys. There's a lot of little subtle jokes that we like to play. But <laughs> The process of determining the cards 
was so great because it started with, right, let's go way back. I had a set that I had produced of cards back when we were in the teal and blue era. And then playing those with people, I realized like some letter combinations are too hard and you can't, you know, you can't create great acronyms with them. So Q Duke and I going through mapping out, okay, what letters have we used next to each other? Like we don't want to repeat too many of those, but then there's some that are so good and we want to make sure and get those in. I mean, we spent hours and hours on Excel creating the card. Oh my gosh. A certain amount of these ones, a certain amount of these ones. How many letters of these have we used? Oh, we got to throw in some more of these. Oh no, we we need to have another five letter card, another yes. three letter card. Like, oh my gosh. And then on top of that, we also had to come up with the ones that the little guys have yes. altered yes. a little bit. Yes. So there are two different main card types. The first we just went over type one, it's got three, four or five letters on it. And you create acronyms using those. But type two, Duke created, it was his idea. And it was my idea. Thank you. Well, it's just genius. It, it basically just fills one of the words in for you. You have to create an acronym around that word in specific. So it adds not... a whole different dynamic to the whole game when you play. So yeah. I think it's a really fun addition. In fact, we we have one card that I'm looking at right now that I'll just I'll just use an example for you. So it says A and then the word that is predetermined for you is men and then SD. Someone could put into that like all men suck. Oh, something uh, that starts with a D. And if your imagination takes you there, let it take you there. Oh, my but, goodness. Um, but those cards, when we have played our practice rounds, have been so fun because I think that it really lets you see into people's minds. Like everyone is thinking so different differently, even though you've got this commonality word. And so, yeah, they're just a joy. But at the a same time, as designing the cards, well, so we're designing, you know, we're doing the cards, designing those cards. Every card that has a word on it, a predetermined word, has one of Flamey's crew on it. And they're doing something kind of fun, something that has to do with the word. Uh, and so I loved making those cards. Oh, no, that was that might have been the longest design process after the cover, just because that's so many different sketches of them doing so many different fun activities. But it's one of my favorite things about the finished game is when you get to just see one of those little guys pop up doing something so unexpected yeah, because I love our like, little guys. It's like a fun surprise because you're not expecting it because most people would play with like all the cards turned over or you can leave the cards in the box and you just flip one at a time. So you're always surprised when you get a card that has a little guy, which makes it really fun. That's the design process. So that's just one small piece of what goes into making a board game, which, yeah. oh my gosh, the rest of it is just as much of a process. Yeah. There's First so up, much more. Manufacturing is it is it is a beast. It's also to, Kesley's and yes, department. That is Kesley's <laughs> main department is manufacturing. She has done all of the heavy lifting in that department. Yes. Duke has joined a couple calls. Manufacturing is crazy. When you think about, you know, there's again, there's a lot of pieces. There's a lot of moving parts that go into this game. So we've got the acronym cards that we talked about. We've got the box. When you think about each of those, you have to determine the size, the finish, uh, how rounded or non-rounded you want the corners to be. What just just like there's what so material. Many. Yes. What she was kind of mentioning this, but it's the box cards, pencils for playing and also answer sheets on perforated paper Yes. And all of these had to be designed. All of them had to be fitted to the box. All of them had come from, you know, different places. Yeah, you're you're arranging it all. And and I just feel like, you know, after after truly over a year of us dedicating a lot of time to this, 
to finally get the prototypes in our hands this summer was so exciting. And then it was hard because we had the prototypes for what, a month or two before we started sharing that we were going to launch? Yes. I mean, I think that the first time I saw the prototype, I almost took a dookie in my pants because (laughs) I could not believe it was real. Kes kind of kept it a secret from me that it was on its way. And then when I saw it, he was in Europe. So I actually have our face. I actually FaceTimed him to show him because I couldn't wait till he got home. I needed him to see it. I was so excited holding it in my hands, like just seeing it in real life after seeing it on a computer for so many months and seeing the size and, you know, playing practice rounds and things like that. Just, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And I wanted to share immediately on my social media platforms, but I wasn't quite able to start sharing yet. And then finally, when I was able to share the front cover, I was, I felt very accomplished. It was like, it was like showing my newborn baby to the world. (laughs) I'm glad that you can relate to what it's like to show your newborn baby, at least in your mind. In addition to that, and we won't go into everything because I feel like that's some of the biggest things that we've had to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, but also, you know, we've learned a ton about setting up a Kickstarter. There's so much that goes into it behind the scenes. We've designed, I keep talking about it, but like, I really want you guys to go and look at it because we spent a lot of time just designing what that Kickstarter page would feel like. Wait, can we talk about the video? (gasps) Yes. I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. I couldn't tell, but we need to discuss it. Well, I was just going to say the Kickstarter page has so much information. And and again, it shows you some of those old cards. It talks, it shows you some of the original sketches for Flamey when we got it down to just like three guys that we were deciding between. Just a lot of fun stuff like that. Also shows you stretch goals and what we're going to do because if we were to get to our biggest stretch goal of 50,000, we will be unlocking a expansion pack, which we really, really hope that we can do. Because your boy Duke has, you know, just the most fantastic thing lined up if that does happen. Yeah. And when I say it's fantastic, I mean, it is fan-freaking-tastic. He has a lot of ideas, but what I was going to say, and then Duke, you can get into this, one of the longest hardest parts of launching the kickstarter longest was... and hardest yeah sorry okay. are, you uh, trying to play? are you in the are you in the Ackerson mindset duke i am um, all right but Continue. it was creating this custom video which we worked with again i i really mean it like the people that we've worked with with this have been incredible and are from all over the world we have an animated video on there that is awesome but i'll let you talk to it no i mean it's really awesome it features me as myself it features me as willie it features you it features zach it features little dogs it features a pickle i mean it's just i've never had an animated video made of myself yeah and so and also i am the narrator of the video which i love yes oh which 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 let's give credit where credit is due zach wrote most of the script for that he did. As well. I switched a little bit to make it a little more me, but yeah, he was he definitely wrote he definitely wrote the amazing script. And I mean, everything happening in the script is being played out in the video. I mean, it is it is seriously super fun, which was also so fun to just see our words come to life. And yeah, we just we just hope that you guys love it. We have some other fun things coming up uh, to help with the launch, some fun interactive stuff for you guys. That I'm sure you'll see over the next couple days on our social channels. And yeah, we hope that you loved this deep dive. We have so much to share when it comes to Akerson and really can't wait to have one more thing to share with you guys. No, 
I cannot believe it's here. It doesn't even feel real to be talking about it. And it's probably the thing that I'm most proud of that I've ever made. Ever. Yes. Oh my gosh. The amount just again to go from teal world <laughs> to what we have today, a night and day difference. Like I just I just can't believe it. So again, we love you all. Um, it'll be linked in our show notes, but if for some reason you can't click on the link or anything like that and you want to find it, you can go to acrison.com uh, and it'll direct you to the Kickstarter. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next mode episode. You guys are the best modesters. Bye, guys. Bye.